Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like, we're on them all. The Hog Call is only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, Razorback podcast. Created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way to allow other Razorback fans find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support the podcast financially by clicking on the link in the show description. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Leave a voicemail by clicking the link in the description below or send an email to hogcallpodcast.gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? Hey, Tim. How's it going? Hey, Chad. Pretty good, man. Best I've felt in, I think, 1,071 days. What about you? I'll tell you what. We got the win. You know, we're able to call the hogs and be excited about them. And, you know, it just felt good getting that win. And I know we predicted it, but something about, you know, when it came to fruition, it just felt really good. I think it's how we got it. I think it's how well the team played that uh, was really exciting for me. Yeah, well, we said uh, said last week against Georgia still for, you know, two hours we were the, you know, we were winning that ball game and you really felt like we had a college, you know, real college football program. And, mm-hmm. But still to lose by 27, it's like, all right, you know, I'm just, you know, you could tell something's a little better. Georgia was just really good. And then we, you know, uh, de- defense came out and what I guess Mississippi State had broke the SEC record the game before against LSU, and then we shut them down to 14 points. Mm-hmm. Just the open field tackling, the, the whole defense and, and all, getting turnovers. Um, it was just a, the, the performance was incredible. It was, it was just nice to see. It was just a relief. Just, oh, we won. We did it, you know. We weren't just – you know, the last coach, we saw some games getting blown, and we've seen that in the past with Bielema and then Morris. And, um, you know, it felt, especially in that 20-game losing streak, I mean, 1,071 days since last SEC win. That's just I – mean, It feels good. That's crazy, you know, and it's good to see. It's exciting that, you know, we were able to go out there and, you know, get the win and uh, just be a good, good football program. And I don't know. It's just how we did it. I think that was that was super exciting. Like look, look like Brooks, right? And the way he was tackling. I mean, he was he was going crazy. He was really running up the field. You know, uh, not just going at people's knees and so on and so forth. But I mean, really laying his shoulder into people coming off his feet. Like nice hard tackles. Um, attacking downhill it was just really exciting to see the defense do that you know i guess uh steve spurrier thought that it reminded him of the washington uh defense whenever uh they were playing washington state and and he said that it was that same 
you know, type of technique that we were using. So, I don't know. I mean, maybe it was, but it was a darn good defense. And I didn't feel like it changed that much from the first week to the second week. I just thought it was really good fundamentals being played. Oh, yeah, man. Um, everybody, I mean, defensive line, we just played a three-man front, and they were just getting after him. Jonathan Marshall and uh, Eric Gregory stopped a big – had a sack on a, a, to stop Mississippi State short, you know. Um, we had some big fourth and fourth down stops on defense, just – you know, just not giving up much mm-hmm. yards after. I think, I mean, against LSU, they had about 300, 400 yards, yards after the catch, man. And they didn't like, I didn't see the number, but one very much. It was just, I like to see it, man. And we're hard hitting, man. That's what, I, you know, we're not just getting these soft Mississippi State players. I mean, we're making them, making them think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Playing real hard, you know, and, and it was just fun. You know, it was fun to see. And it was fun to see, see Franks get out there and have some success, you know, throwing the ball a little bit and uh, just being able to, you know, go against a little bit lighter defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the next week, I mean, what they they beat Auburn 27-6, to six, didn't even allow a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we didn't fare much better, but we did score a touchdown. Uh, Georgia did that the very next week on Auburn, who was, you know, number seven at the time. Mm-hmm. That wasn't, it wasn't exactly like we were starting off with Missouri, you know, or somebody that anybody, most anybody else besides like Bama probably this year. You know what I mean? Yep. As far as like even talking about just in the country in general. So you knew something was there that first week, just – you knew something was there with the defense and how he fled the game, and they kept making stop after stop in that Georgia game. Yeah, just big play after big play. Did it again here, and this one uh, just made more plays. And I mean, the pick six by Brooks. I mean, just <laughs> yeah, set the tone. Of very first Mississippi State. You're like, well, this this game's going to be a shootout. Hell, me and you were. I mean, everybody was. We were predicting Arkansas to win, but the like, you'll see, you had 44-42, and I had forty-one twenty-seven. So we're getting in the 40s and giving up, you know, 20s, almost 30s and on up, you know. Mm-hmm. That was more of a defensive battle. But, yeah. It was nice. Yeah, definitely. You know, and I think what was really cool was the pass to Hudson Henry in the end zone. I mean, that was mm-hmm. – His first his first uh, touchdown catch. I know, and he's wide he open is. back there mm-hmm. just – I don't know. That was a really good route that he ran. Uh, he kind of slipped behind that defender and and just got up in that zone, and it was perfect. And, you know, it was just seeing that uh, being called and, I guess, learning that they said he got that from uh, uh, Lane Kiffin, and it's something Lane Kiffin runs a lot, and that's, that's, where, uh, that's where he got that from. So, yeah, it's interesting to see that that we're bringing in a new style of offense. We're running some, uh, you know, newer type uh, playbook stuff that you see, you know, some of these young, I guess you'd call them gurus running. So it's fun to see that in our offensive coordinator. Yeah. You're definitely seeing some different things. Um, And, you know, like, and we didn't really have any legal, legal sets or names or getting penalties called, you know, um, so it was nothing, but still uh, on that even that Debbie and Warren 
touchdown pass. You know, Warren does a little out and up, and Knox sitting back there, and they did about the same play, just a little different action on it. Play before, and Warren's just wide, just wide open, and Franks makes a great pass, just like he did Hudson Henry. Those you look at it, and Hudson's just like, man, how did he just sit right there? And just three guys like looking back, probably about seven yards or more away from, him, just like, damn, you know, and hell of a pass from Franks and keeping that play alive too. I like that. I mean, we just—I can't believe we haven't, we haven't scored a rushing touchdown, and you know, it's not good to see Boyd go out. But hopefully, he's back this week. We also missed Traylon Burke starting receiver um, for most of the game, so heck of an effort. Yeah, I mean, Traylon Smith looked good running the ball, though. You know, but still, we gotta we gotta find a way to run the ball a little better. Absolutely. Yeah, we got we got we got to get out there and and uh, get the run game going, and I think that's something that, you know we've had trouble with, you know, numerous occasions. So, you know, hopefully we can get that squared away, uh, because we re- we really got to to do a better job, you know. And I guess that's something that uh, you know, you're seeing a couple of the SEC teams struggle with this year. You know, um, that's what uh, that's what old. Uh, Lane was saying, he was like, well, they're not opening holes, so I can't run the ball because my offensive linemen aren't strong enough or whatever. So that'll be interesting when we get to Ole Miss, uh, yeah. <laughs> see what our defense can do against them because oh, uh, they're yeah. holding their own against some really good offenses right now. Um, so we held our own against the pass rate. You know, we held our own against more of a run top defense. And so our offense, sorry. And that, now we're going to, uh, you know, see what happens on the next, uh, the next thing when we get out here. I guess, you know, we play in Auburn, so you're going to be seeing a little bit more of a balanced offense. But, you know, I don't know. Last I saw, uh, they like to run the ball. But who knows with uh, with Morris? I mean, he couldn't get any points. So, what do you, what do you do about that? Yeah, I think they're one of the worst. I mean, Malzahn usually has pretty good running attacks. At least when he, I mean, obviously when he's got some better running backs, even better. But this year, they're, I think they're, they're one of the worst ones. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, we had 30, 22 Russian rushes for 39 yards against Georgia. I mean, I know Georgia's pretty good, but that's pretty abysmal. And then against Kentucky, they averaged three yards a run with a long being of 13. So that, they, I mean, that's with, I mean, even the quarterbacks, I mean, he's getting five carries, six more carries around the ball. He's not, that effective and they're just not making big plays and i think our defense they're running right into it's gonna be hard for them to score i'm gonna say it man i'm, I'm gonna say our defense is gonna continue just looking at just knowing knowing how it's looked this year and knowing morris is having something to do with it while he, he's probably a puppet and a lot of the sense you know mm-hmm. or just a ball guy but i mean morris is doing something i'm sure driving it right in the ground and i figure i just feel like we're gonna stop him I hope so. You know, I hope we can get out there and make some stuff happen and, and uh, you know, stop them. I think I think there's a good chance that we can, you know, we can we can have we can have a good game and and, uh, and get out there and and win it. You know, for sure. But you know, who knows? I guess time will tell. We'll just have to we'll just have to wait and see. But you know, hopefully our defense can shut them down. That would be great. Right, I mean, our defense has been playing so good; it wouldn't be that far out of uh, the mainstream to shut them down. I don't think. No, absolutely not. The way we've been playing, hmm. um, 
I mean, I, I'd really like to see it. it. I think it would be, you know, a hell of a hell of a thing to see. But, man, I guess that's just me. Well, here's the only two things I know, or really the only thing I know, like, from what we've seen these first couple games, is uh, just Auburn hadn't been able to score. Mm. You know what I mean? Against two different defenses and um, – I don't know. And our, our defense has shut. You know, they haven't had a big offensive game, but proven they can have a hell of a defensive poor performance. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, you saw it coming. You know, I mean, they you get the worst coach in the league and then you have him <laughs> run your offense. I just, I don't know. That didn't make a lot of sense to me. But, and I guess, you know, yeah. they've been saying – Oh, you know, Pittman's trying to downplay it and stuff, and the players aren't really talking about it. Good. You know, they shouldn't be. But as fans, hell yeah, I'm talking about it. I hate that guy. We're going over there to play him, and and I hope we destroy him every single time we play him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I doubt they're going to talk about it. Even if he's just like, even if he was just like the janitor over at Ole Miss, (laughs) you know? Oh, yeah. Or, Or Auburn. Even if he was just the janitor, I'd still want to destroy him. <laughs> oh, yeah, if he was just anything like that, man. He, I mean, they'd be like, and you know the players have it in them, too. Like, whatever. I mean, they're probably not even talking about it with anybody, but inside their minds, if they'd spend any time with them, some of these guys spend a couple years with them, you know, mm-hmm. get recruited by them so they know kind of about them. But it's nothing like probably the fans have. Yeah. Uh, Hatred for what what he did to the football program. Not necessarily the man, but his effort was pretty bad. Oh, yeah. No, he, he ran that program into the ground, and it's a shame. Our uh, program. Yeah. But it's not that program anymore. It's a different program yeah. now. I think that's the thing to, to know, right? Like, Pittman's already turning around. It didn't take long. I mean, you can tell, like, it's a coaching issue, right? Because it ain't took long to turn it around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, still, I mean, a road game, SEC road game, and losing your best, best two, two offensive weapons. You know, besides Frank, the best uh, you lost for Keen Boyle, Boyd, just after the first uh, possession or two. Mm-hmm. It felt like he was like that first possession or a couple. He got a couple carries, and they started off. What do we? I think we started off the game uh, running him. Mm-hmm. At least a couple times, but I hope he's healthy. I mean, that'll make a big difference. But we only had one offensive possession in the in the first quarter. True. And we still, I mean, we still the defense is just making them making them work. You know, for a little four and three yards at a time, never like thirty seven yards and seventy three yards. Yeah, Those big plays. Big plays are taken away. I mean, I mean, picking the ball off. Uh, I mean, the defense yeah. has really helped our Fou- offense a Fouché lot. Fouché had two himself. We had three over interceptions overall. Fouché had two himself. And we had some good drives, which allowed them to sit on the bench and get some mm-hmm. air. And, it was better uh, this week. Sure. You know, come back out, not not get just totally gassed at any point mm-hmm. in the game, right? And that's good to see that we got that depth. Uh, we, you see some guys that came out hurt the last game, but I mean, they're okay. They're up and going already. So I don't think we're going to have a lot of injuries in this game coming up. Um, so, I mean, it's, I mean, it's setting up really nicely for us. Yeah, I know. I, I, 
pretty sure I had a feeling all last week. Um, I don't know, especially starting Monday. I was just like, man, we're going to beat Mississippi State. And it came to fruition and feel like, man, I don't know. Auburn just doesn't seem, seem a team for me to be too scared of. You know what I mean? I mean, they're going to be a, you know, I've got, they've, I think they're on their third off. Morris is their third offensive coordinator in three years. Mm-hmm. You know, and Morris is not exactly, you know, he's known for installing only 30% of his offense after two years. You know what I mean? So they've had what during during a pandemic he's tried to install his offense. <laughs> so they're not. If maybe it maybe some of it comes comes together and gets halfway decent by the end of the season, but we're playing them at a time where you know their passing attack's not going to be as dangerous. They've got two good receivers, uh, Seth Williams, big tall guy. He's really good, but he's kind of injured a little bit, banged up against Georgia. But uh, and then what's the other guy? Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, Anthony Schwartz, he's got some speed, but besides those guys, I don't know. Kind of lacking. They don't have a, you know, their quarterback let them in rushing. Bo Nix let them in rushing against Kentucky, mm-hmm. against Georgia. Hank Bigsby, I mean, average 30 something yards of carry to lead them. So, not great. looking promising, but. Well, I, I mean, guess we have gotten. We haven't beat them since 2015, and we, I think, got beat, given up like 50-something points to them three out of the last four years. So, not exactly. I guess I shouldn't really be that confident. But they've got Morris. I mean, come on. Yeah. Well, you know, and that that's... you you got to feel sorry for them a little bit, but at the same time, just kind of hate them also, especially with it being, you know, an Arkansas guy and then getting more i mean it's just like it's really like a slap in the face right mm-hmm. i just feel like that i don't think that gus malzahn could do anything more to disrespect arkansas if he came out and just spit on the arkansas razorback and you know stuff before the game i mean he's just yeah. he just seems to have this vile hatred down in his gut you know so, but I guess we yeah. should look at this uh, Mississippi State game. We never did go through that yet. So. Okay, yeah, we can get to that. We can get to that. <laughs> I know it's just exciting that we're fixing a. We got I'm a real just, good opportunity like in, ahead of us. That's I feel all. like we're in this. We control our own destiny in the SEC West. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, Alabama would be pretty tough this year, but some of these, uh, at least, like moving up in this, not being cellar dwellers. You know what I mean? In the West, like. We don't finish first this year, work towards that next year, but I think we do finish behind Bama, ahead of LSU and AM. None of these teams look that good. Ole Miss can score, but their defense. I mean, I, I could see us scoring about 60 on them. Everything came together. Boyd running right through them. Mm-hmm. Like he's doing his, uh, his sophomore year before. Mississippi State, my bad. Well, you know, I think, you know, that's a good possibility to be able to go in there and, you know, get Boyd going. That's really what you want to see. That's what we hope we could do. But uh, who knows? But, you know, it was good to see, you know, Greg Brooks get out there and get that interception or turn it back for that first touchdown. And, uh, yeah, I was late. I was, I was, I'll be honest. I was late to the first quarter of the game and, and uh, I got in there and was like, hey, it's it's tied up good. So I was pretty excited about that. But, you know, I went back and I rewatched that first quarter. 
especially after a big win like that, you know, and that was a good interception. I enjoyed watching him snag that down. Take it back, man. That's <laughs> it was fun. And that was our first yeah, that was our first pick six six in a while. It's just like, man, we're a real football team. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, that play but it just set the tone for making big plays all game. Yep. Exactly. And then and then they like marched right back to down the field and answered, you know, and you're like, oh, man, <laughs> that was a good drive. You know, it's kind of scary. Uh, but then then you then you then you kind of hold them for a while. Right. And it's kind of a defensive struggle for a little while. And uh, then you get you get Felipe hitting Debbie on Warren, you know, in the in the end zone. So that was nice. Yeah, that we we never trailed in this game. I mean, from the Brooks to get go, then we then we you know, in that drive um that drive when Mississippi State scored their first touchdown to tie it up. Javante Payton for them makes like just up over, like incredible catch. So we really made them work. That drive was long, just short, short's like, well, we're making them work, you know. I hate to see the defense work that hard and then um and you know, Chad, what's funny? Uh, if you notice the, the play, the play right before the inter- the pick six, mm-hmm. there was a fumble, and they and it, the the we challenged the call. They they ruled it Auburn, and we challenged. The video clearly showed us getting the ball, and then the refs called. You know, hey, it's Mississippi State play stands, which is crazy. I was like, man, this is unbelievable. And then it actually ends up working out. It's like how you just you just had a feeling, you know felt better after like something worked out for us in our favor oh yeah no that was like like getting to play or a challenge that not did being very next play i was like oh glad they let mississippi stay out of the ball because we just scored Mm-hmm. yeah no it was it was really you know it was really exciting to see that and then <clears throat> then you get uh you know coming back out and hitting hudson henry in the end zone. I mean, that was, I mean, we already talked about that a little bit, but that was a terrific route and a pass and just a terrific play call by Kendall Browse. The whole, that, that whole thing was like perfect, right? That was like a perfect play, I would say. I love it when you see plays like that where you're really taking advantage of the defense and manipulating them. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that, and then I wanted to get, you know, we talked cushion and mm-hmm. that did it for us and that just felt early on in the in the second half too and it just felt like we just that was our game to game to win you know agreed you know that they kind of came back down scored one more time and yeah it's kind of a trash some trash points there you know but you know we we held them for the rest of the time and uh <laughs> Golly, it was it was really kind of ner- nerve-wracking there at the end to see that stupid penalty that yeah, uh, wound yeah. up giving them more opportunity than I would have liked to give them that we didn't really need to give them, and uh, like that you know, and you saw Pittman get in that kid's face and tell him about it, and so I felt good about that because you know that's correct, and you know you're not gonna make a mistake like that after your coach gets on you like that in front of all the fans and everything, right? So yeah, yeah, one of the uh, that was one of the questions asked to him this week. Uh, about what do we, you know, we couldn't see behind your mask? What you said it would. And he's conversation, you know, like this stuff and this stuff. And like, they're like, do you feel like I feel pretty positive? It's been corrected, you know, like, 
got after him. I like it. He was intense about it, man. It, it, it's, it'd be like, damn, man, I'm definitely not doing that again. Yeah. The team's going to see that. Like, I'm glad we just didn't blow it, man. So, like, I just like, wow, something crazy is going to happen. And I would, I don't know, man. That would have been bad. But it didn't. It worked out, and they got a teaching moment. Out. Say anything stupid like that again in a that leads to a loss. So we survived, but that was stupid. But, damn, never learned from it. Yeah, well, I mean, it was, it was just exciting to see it happen, you know. So that's all. I just think it was, you mm. know, it was fun to see, uh, you know, it was fun to see it kind of, you know, occur or happen or whatever. So, you know, and yeah. we've had the last couple head coaches that would have just kind of stooped over, you know, put their hands on their hips and just shake their heads or mumble or something and not, not do anything about it. Exactly. And, and it was, it was good to see that, you know, and I don't know, you know, what a, what a defensive effort, you know, we put out there. Um, just just really good so all, all the way around uh felipe had 212 passing yards uh, 52 yard long pass two touchdowns uh, and 212 rushing yards on top of that so uh, that was nice to see yeah no interceptions i mean was, after having some kind of some bad decisions that game against georgia he, he took care of the ball and really uh, took control of the offense. I thought. I thought the offense looked definitely better. And those two touchdowns, like you can tell him. I mean, he's got a good arm, man. If he's got those guys, like both those passes, and um, you know, Devion Warren has come on as a connection for him because Warren can, you know, he's the one that can get behind the defense, and Franks can, you know, use that arm pretty well. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you see, you well, saw Boyd get some yards. You see him come out of the game injured. Then you see Smith come in, and goodness, what a good job I thought he did. Uh, he only got 48 yards, but I thought it felt like he had well, put well, up 100, you know? Well, there's some play that, uh, you know, some big, like, first down conversions from at least a, a, a good amount of them that he made, like, a couple yards, you know, and still only running the ball 14, but, you know. There's some games you'd have to in the SEC. You got to have about 28 carries for for 100 yards. You know, I might take that a little bit, but he was working it, man, and gets first downs. But it seemed like it seemed like that 48 was a good 48. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, what what I like, man? How about Franks? I think he got two first downs, taking it out of there and uh, running himself for the first down a few times. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I thought he did a, uh, I thought he did a terrific job there. So, it, it was good to see. And I guess, so I mean, what what do you think about KJ coming goal for two? Man, Franks was driving us down the field. I like KJ, but I like to see him in, you know, situations maybe. I'd like to see our offensive line be able to push it and have a touchdown, but I kind of would have liked to seen Franks there and. You know, so yeah. we could have done those last two downs with Franks as who's been in the game. You know, finished out. I agree. Um, I also understand. You know where they're coming from. I don't blame them. I think that uh, you know getting down there and and uh, getting him some you know um, experience. You know, is mm-hmm. always a good thing, right? So I don't think that. Uh, I don't think that's 
that that was that harmful, right? Um, I do like getting him some experience, but uh, at the same time, you know, I guess uh, I guess that's just that's just kind of how it goes, right? Because um, you know, when you have uh, that situation, uh, the way the way you had it there, uh, it's just kind of you know uh, is it is what it is you know and uh so that can cause you know that can cause a little bit of a uh of a situation to occur and i think you know it's okay because we're just trying to get some experience in the kid right we're not we're not yeah, like, just sure. trying to get him out yeah. there just because and we're ahead yeah. and stuff like that so that was nice but at the same time why let off the gas pedal like i think that's what that's yeah, that was the thing I was where I was coming from. Yeah, you, you got that right, Jen. Exactly. But I do like I like to see KJ in there, man, because he is going to be, you know, Frank's is a senior man. He's going to be gone, so we got to move the. So we need to get him in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it would have worked, if we had would had enough of a push, KJ. I mean, he's got some. I mean, it's a big body quarterback, man, and they, and they can they can get in there. Just we didn't get enough push or hole open up. Would have liked to seen an option, maybe to you know use him in like throwing a pass, you know, rolling them out or something and seeing them, you know, find Hudson or one of the receivers or running back or whoever's still in the game. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? But, but it was, uh, but he's also a Mississippi kid and, you know, he did good against Mississippi state last year. So they might've seen something against that defense mm-hmm. that even that's, you know, coaches and things, but still some same players. And maybe it's like, let's try them out. And if it's one of those things too, if it would have worked, if, scored right then and there like just body just banged up there and got the touchdown and be like man that was awesome getting kj in there exactly <laughs> you know what i mean so yeah no no i, I think you're a hundred percent right i know exactly what you're talking about you know and, and then he gets a little bit of he gets a little bit of experience in case uh hmm. there's a situation where he has to be in there you know we don't want him in there but he has to be so it is what it is hey listen if you're <laughs> this is funny man if you're just now tuning in on the live stream uh, you know, you got to push, uh, you got to push the live stream button on YouTube every time. I thought it was automatically connected with the, uh... <laughs> so you missed, you missed the first 20 minutes, but the good news is it's on the podcast. Just go back and listen to that. If you, if you want to know what that was all about, but, uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. I think, I think that, uh, you know, you got to get him in, you got to get him a little bit of time, got to get him some reps, just, you know. And that just shows you how good they're feeling about the defense and, and how comfortable they are with the defense, being able to get him some reps out there, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a nice drive, though. I mean, I think it, um, and that wasn't really any really offense to KJ as much as just like, come on, guys, you know, browse and team. We got we to gotta score with when we get first and goal. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, what do you think? I mean, I uh, – Pittman is trying to step on the throat, you know, and try to score a touchdown going for it. Go instead of just getting three points. You know what I mean? So I thought he coached very smart. I thought it was a very good, well-coached game from beginning to end. Um, I did not complain and gripe throughout the game about the coaching, and, and I didn't feel, you know, like it was horrible. I said that about the last game also. Uh, I think he did a good job of, of time management in this game. Uh, I think, you know, you get that. You get that penalty, which is more of a player's fault, honestly, than it is 
uh, Pittman spot there at the end. But that is worrisome because that, that's another situation like you had in the last game where Pittman should have called a timeout, right? And mm-hmm. cleared that up. Now, he couldn't do anything like that in this game. And he did address it. So, but I think that was the only like where I, you'd be like, oh, well, that's not that's not good coaching to have a, you know, player have a penalty like that in a situation in a time like this. It's it's a lot. That's not very disciplined. But when you only see like one undisciplined thing throughout the game, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm yeah. sure there, there's probably other things that I didn't catch because they wasn't, you know, blatant or whatever. But for me, I felt like it was a very well-coached game. I thought the time management was very good. I didn't think there was stupid uh, timeouts being called at all, all sorts of weird times. I thought we utilized their timeouts very well. I thought the play calling was very, very good. I thought it was mixed up and at the same time uh, different. But, you know, you, you didn't know what was coming. But at the same time, you kind of you know our identity. You know, you know we're gonna throw it a little bit more. We're gonna run it. But what are you gonna do when you got Boyd out, right? You kind of have to at that point. So, you know, it is it is what it is. I just I'm I'm ready for a game where Boyd's healthy and he's able to rip off a lot of rushing yards because that is gonna put that that's gonna put us over the top. Honestly, I don't think people understand how much that's gonna put us over the top. Maybe we'll see that in this Auburn game. Maybe this will be maybe this will be the game where. You know, he he has those those rushing yards that puts us over the top, makes us from like right now. I would say we're an average SEC team, right? We're not a bad SEC team. We're not a great SEC team. We're a very average SEC team right now, and that's good because an average SEC team can beat most anybody, and they can beat some other SEC teams, even the best SEC team on the right day, right? So right. I, I like being average. I think that's that's a good place to be at. Uh, but you get that run game going, I think it takes us over the top. I think we're really hard to beat them because you never know what's coming. Well, anytime during the off season, leading up to the season, I'm excited, you know, is Rakeem, to see Rakeem Boyd. It's like, no matter what, you know, I like like a lot of things happening with the program, like the hiring of the defensive and offensive coordinators. I like this. I like Frank's coming in, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but I was like, man, Rakeem Boyd chose, you know, he, comes back he probably could have got drafted last year i mean but but you know he didn't want to work up a better spot but man to come back and just like that's what i was just like well we got rakeem boy the offense you know we're going to be able to do something there with him and he he hadn't just whatever the opportunity hadn't been there as much yeah um, for whatever reason these first two games and if he's healthy man i would like to I, you could just see that him just you know just bursting through against auburn exactly uh, Kind of like one of our big that 2006 game, um, uh, you know we got we got blown out at home USC big time atmosphere lost that game and yeah uh, we got who else and then we like one of the first couple games at Auburn you know they were they're ranked number two in the nation a lot better you know better at least supposedly or whatever ranked better team than this one yeah. you know and we just I mean yes. Boy, I'm not saying boys McFadden. We don't have Felix Jones either. But you know what I mean? Like, just a big-time running performance. It's happened with Fred Talley, too, going up against a ranked Auburn team on the road. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if this thing has got some rain involved, like it's a little bit from the hurricane, I don't think it's going to be just nasty weather. I don't think it's going to hit that bad. But a little slot, man. And I think just this next game, Boyd, I think just has I mean, one of those back games. 
against well, Auburn. You're looking at a Cat Four hurricane, right? So you're definitely yeah. looking at tropical force uh, storm winds, probably up there at that time, and tropical force rain. It's probably going to be a little bit worse uh, than it would be if you're a little bit, you know, farther north. Um, so, yeah, I could see that. And if it's not lightning, I could see them playing. Um, I don't know. Will it lightning? It usually does lightning quite a bit in uh, hurricanes. So, I would I would be surprised if it doesn't. But that being said, I've had a lot of storms here at my house lately where it's not lightning and i'm like in the capital lightning capital of the usa down here so you know if it's if it's not lightning here it might maybe it won't lightning up there and that's what we're really what we're looking for and then we can get out there and we'll have you know if it's a really tropical forest storm winds it's gonna be hard to run the or throw the ball yeah. <laughs> it just is and you're gonna have to run it and that'll be a fun game to watch right right Gotta have Boyd healthy, man. I think it sounds like he's. I mean, he sounds like he practiced Monday. Like he's, he'll be ready to go. So just gonna. But he's ready to rip and roll, man. And that just gonna be yeah. crazy in the mud and the wind. From what I understood, everybody was healthy and rip roaring and ready to go at this point. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, and then we got. Uh, you know, we hadn't talked about the receivers yet. So we had uh, Traylon get uh, twenty-two yards. Warren. Knocking the hundred yards out, which is nice, and a touchdown. Hudson getting the twenty and and a touchdown. Uh, Trey knocks the thirty-one. Mike Woods with twenty-nine yards, and uh, Traylon Burks ten receiving yards. So, um, you know, I you know you you see Mike Woods getting a twenty-yard long, which is a nice nice long pass, you know, and everything else is in the ten to twelve-yard range, uh, except for uh, Warren who who caught that fifty-two down the you know streaking down the sideline, but. Uh, I don't know. I guess you just have to. Uh, I don't know. You, you got. You gotta. You gotta play. It's nice to be able to get those those types of passes, getting behind the the linebackers and and throwing it back there in that in that uh, that medium range, uh, passing range. Uh, I think I, I thought it was fun to watch. the hog call podcast yeah i do too i mean we're not i mean 28 passes i mean we're not going to be thrown 60 times like mississippi state we're going to run the ball but so he's spreading the ball around he's got some different weapons um good to see warren step up and you know frank's i honestly underthrew him a little bit on that 52 yard um the one that was down the middle and he, he gets stopped what at the 10 yard line or something i think that's yeah. the one that we we got stopped on uh fourth and goal um but he threw a perfect frank threw a perfect one down that sideline for the touchdown 52 yarder but he kind of threw him or it would have been a touchdown so warren's warren showed he's he's very useful in this offense and that was big to see him step up especially with burks going down mm-hmm. you know he got that one his first his uh, one catch is one of the first pass completions of the game for us and it goes for a first down and soon after he gets taken out but so good to see warren step up and Henry yeah, for a tight end that was his best, just most important game. And you know, when we as soon as like when we throw the ball, we do, you know, we're completing it for an average of, you know, ten yards a catch. So you're averaging a first down every time you complete a pass. Mm-hmm. And then you got uh you know, we got we, we had good defensive play too. I know we already talked about that, but we should probably shout out to these guys. You know, you got you got Bumper oh. Pool, which is twenty <laughs> 
20 tackles. 20 tackles. That's crazy, man. Want- that was like a uh, – what was what was the stat on there? There was a stat on that where it was like uh, – uh, what did it say? Oh, okay. He was the first Razorback to have 20 tackles and two passes broken up in the same game uh, ever. So <laughs> it was nice to see him getting out there and, and making it happen. Yeah, it was. I mean, Bumper with the twin tackles won the Bronco Nagurski National. So he won the National uh, Defensive Player of the Week, too, plus that, that pull in Fouché co SEC Players of the Week. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. performance. But, but that 20 tackles, when you got, I mean, double t- digit tackles is always pretty solid. I mean, he, I mean Morgan had 15. Like, That's these what I was to say. Morgan, like, Morgan's got 15, which is nice. With also. the. Banged up elbow. He had to get a, a, a brace on there and mm-hmm. come out. You know, Pittman's joking this week about just injuring his other elbow, so maybe he'll get 20 <laughs> tackles too. Just Pittman's just throwing players. Just get, That's all right, man, if it works for you. If it, something, hey, no, man, just no, be tough. Kidding. Get out there and play. You know, that's, I think that's Pittman's attitude, yeah, and I think it's kind of what he exudes is, you know, I don't, you know, is it broken? Well, go play. Can you tape it up? I bet I, I bet you that comes out of his mouth a lot. Can yeah. we tape it up? <laughs> uh, Catalan also with thirteen tackles. So think about yeah, nine solo, nine solo one by himself, just stopping a player by himself. Nobody else. Need, he don't need, didn't, didn't need anybody. And that, that's one thing I think we got to say about this team too. I was impressed in the open field tackling that was Damn, going on. Good. You know. Yeah. There was a lot of really good open field tackling in this game. And it was nice to see them taking the right angles, hitting, wrapping up, and taking them to the ground. It wasn't a lot of, like, shoulder tackling and things like that. It seems like every time we got really good form. It's nice to see the really good tackling form in all the players. Yeah, I mean, just just wrapping them up and getting them in just quick. Just not even just player missed. You're not seeing us getting run over and somebody else having that. And you're seeing them just flying to the ball. If I yeah. told you that Williams and Blair did better than Brooks in this game, you'd pro- I, I, for me, I'm like, what? <laughs> like looking at the stats, I'm like, what do you yeah. mean? But, yeah, they did. They did better than Brooks. And Brooks, I, I'm watching him during this game, and I'm, I was impressed the whole time. I mean, we already talked about that a little bit, but the way he was attacking downfield was just ruthless. It was really nice to see. Yeah, and Williams, I mean, from that defensive, that three-front defensive spot, man, defensive line spot, man, that's that's mm-hmm. pretty good. Uh, six tackles right after Catalan. Yeah. Next. There, and Blair's come on as a walk-on, and we had some walk-on guys just step up, man. <laughs> I mean, we Morgan did. was a former walk-on. I think he's on scholarship now, surely. Yeah. Uh, these guys just step up. and I mean, Jonathan Marshall, though, I mean, he's got – only three tackles, but he was pushing the center back all night and forcing Costello. Just to, that's why he's just thrown off his back foot on some of these interceptions and incompletions. Mm-hmm. And then you have these just main linebackers and that are just like bumper pulls, just out there on those. Yeah, two pass breakups, man. He's just out there diving, making one third down and ten, just diving for the ball to break it up. And you know how we're always talking about you know these players and stuff. We'd be like, oh, and this is in the past, right? Last few last few podcasts. 
uh, series. Well, another thing that's different about this team, uh, we'd be like, oh, the depth ain't doing anything. They're not. They're not getting out there and doing anything. We need them to perform just a little bit. We need them to give us something. Just do something. There ain't anybody that don't have at least one tackle except for Deion Edwards on the whole on the whole chart, right? And everybody <laughs> else has three to two, right? And he has uh, a fumble recovery. So and, the guy that doesn't make a tackle has a fumble recovery. And he's got a fumble recovery. <laughs> and you got Fouché out there with the interceptions. I mean. Nice performance, you know, nice performance by everybody all the way around. Um, it's good just to see everybody being able to contribute to the team. And that that's something we didn't see last year, honestly. Yeah, that's what they're – I mean, and you're missing Dorian Gerald who had a sack and a half against Georgia and has been out since that game and missed it. And, had to and others got to step up. Um, Julius Coates was out at defensive end, and you got had other guys step up. It's just like – Looking down the list, the depth is just shown for the defense, which it needs to. I yeah. mean, there was that one drive, their 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 last touchdown in that third quarter that we started, you know, missing a couple tackles, and you know they scored. After that, though, mm-hmm. they straightened up. They didn't just give it up like, well, that's it. No, they came right back the whole fourth quarter and shut them down. Exactly. And then, man, on top of that, all that being said, you're looking at. You know, 95 total tackles by the offense. Just a really good showing, man. Really good. Uh, But we're not getting any sacks. We're not getting pressure on the QB. And that's something I'd like to see change a little bit. I'd like to see get a little bit more pressure on the QB, a few more sacks. You know, I mean, we got a lot of hurries, but uh, I want to get our hands on them, you know. Well, yeah, I think we had we had more this game. We were just rushing those three defensive linemen. It would be nice to see them, but they, you know, Mississippi State's throwing the ball. They're quick, and uh, we're not blitzing. I mean, we didn't blitz all night. We're just having those three defensive linemen. And don't get me um, wrong. There were times when we did hammer the QB just watching the game, right, whenever he was, yeah. like, last-minute passing, and we were, you know, what would you call that, Casey Dickening? him? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but we just had three down linemen against their five, so they're pushing back, but yeah, I mean, more sacks always, but I think you'll see that more. I bet you see that more this week. I just I bet you'll see more than one sack. Yeah, I just see, I think you see that one stat increase, and you see us, you know, move from that, like I said, that average that mm-hmm. average uh, team to a really good team, you know, For but sure. it's I'm happy to be average. <laughs> That's better than... I'm, I'm yeah. real happy because we ain't been for a long time. Do you Man, want to talk about the special team. teams at all, Tim? Or punting was I thought punting was punting was better. We Half, didn't give up. We didn't have a block so. kick. We didn't have a. We didn't have any kick returns for have any really long kick returns or punt returns, and everything was no penalties on it. So, um, and extra points didn't miss one. I guess we didn't have to. We didn't attempt a field goal. Seven, yeah. seven, seven. I thought I thought it was decent, but you know, good. Nothing. Just the defense shined. And... I just I was glad it was better than the first game, and it looked like they went out there and yeah. repped it a lot, and were bound and determined to make it better. And that's to me the sign of a good coach, you know, to see him noticing, you know, a situation that needed to get better and, and repping on it and getting it better. It looked a hell of a lot better from the first game. Yeah, I mean then. Getting better from that first week to the second week. 
And well, I mean, winning an SEC game feels good, and that's great to see improvement. I mean, if we can improve then, then why can't we boys, keep getting better? Them old boys ain't talking to you trash on Twitter now about no, how they won not. twenty and lost twenty. <laughs> are they? <laughs> a lot of people are like, yeah. a lot of people are like, I'm a something else fan. Mad or rooting on? Yeah, yeah, man. Dogs, man. I, I just I, talk, I said it, man. I'm not going to think Mississippi State's going to beat us. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know we got our ass kicked last year. I was there. I witnessed it. It was painful. Okay, I saw it. And now it's over. Yeah, we I'm, beat them. Yeah, I'm sorry this, I don't get here, to see here, it this year. Mom, but. Here, here's the thing, right? Old school Arkansas fan. Mississippi State beat LSU. Okay, we can beat LSU. <laughs> <laughs> then we go beat Mississippi yeah. State. Hell yeah, I definitely know we can beat LSU now. Like <laughs> LSU's right. got it coming, right? They they got it coming at this point, and I I think Auburn's got it coming too. I think Auburn, Ole Miss, golly, maybe if Texas, we beat Auburn, it, <laughs> maybe Texas A and M. If we go beat Auburn and then Ole Miss, three and we, one going to A and M. Man, I'm gonna be feeling really good about that game. I. Man, and then I, you yeah. got Tennessee. I mean, it's kind of shaping up to be a good year. Just yeah, that's, <laughs> I'm excited about this. Somebody, uh, yeah, somebody slowed down. I was like, man, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm excited. We look damn good. We look like we want to play. I mean, I mean, it's going to be tough. I after I don't Tennessee. know what else to tell you. I'm not what else to tell people. Like, yeah, we're going to play the SEC. We're not going nine and one. I know that. I'm not saying we are, but it's I mean, gonna, some of the games. I mean, come on. It's going to be tough after Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah, we'll Man. see where LSU's situation Look, is. We're coming yeah. to Florida to play. You know how hard it is for me not to go to that game, man. <laughs> I know, man. You know they're not going to. I don't know. Very good precautions in like, games. I wore a mask and everything. I'm going to float it out there and see what everybody thinks. <laughs> you just like, I'd go to hazmat or some kind of Razorback. Put a Razorback thing over it. Let us Razorback. know on Twitter if you think we should. <laughs> Wear a hazmat <laughs> suit to the Florida game. <laughs> that's awesome, man. I'll, I'll do that. Man, but that's going to be a tough one to win just because we just can't beat Florida. And there's just something about us playing Florida. Uh, we never beat them, no matter how good we are, no matter how bad they are. Uh, it's just I will, all, always I will. weird things, too, that, that cost a loss, like the referees cheating or a fumble in the end zone or just. Yeah, and the biggest game we've punts. ever. Like Bielma beat him. Bielma kicked his kicked kicked the butt one year, but Mullen wasn't the coach then, man. And it wasn't a big game, like you know what I mean. It wasn't like wasn't like these games where things have happened. <laughs> like a fourth, there's the magical yard given to Tebow. And well, maybe Bielma beat him. Would, maybe that cancels the you know curse. Yeah, I could. Right, man. I'll never forget the Tebow situation, Tim. Golly. Golly. That was clear cheating. Period. Yeah, that's one of the worst ones. And All right. Got that oh. dang Heisman. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got the Heisman over. <laughs> Are you kidding? Because they said they couldn't give it to a because they said they couldn't give it to a young player, and then they turned around and gave it to young Tebow. It doesn't yeah. make no sense at all, man. I think I, I, I will always believe they didn't give that to Darren McFadden because he's black, man. 
from Little Rock. Yeah, it, was these, it was these Heisman voters, man. So that was a stupid two years. I mean, and and then D Mac was better than Troy Smith. That that two thousand six year, both of those man. I don't I don't understand. Hey, you got LSU. Yeah. We can beat them. They lost them. They got whipped by Mississippi State. They gave we, them 600 some yards to Mississippi State. Yeah, if Mississippi State can beat them, we can beat them. Missouri definitely beat Missouri. And then yeah, Alabama, right. probably not. But, man. No, it's not this year. Maybe probably next year. But, you know. <laughs> but, man, that'd be a good – We could. Well, what if we had a good run and only had like a couple, couple losses from here out? Hey, I mean, I don't think it's crazy. It's not crazy. But we gotta get past. Aub- but team? we gotta get past yeah. Auburn. We go with. We lose to Auburn. If if it's like a thirty to ten game, we lose, and it just looks like damn. All right, it puts me back, settles me back down. You know what I mean? It's like well, but you get get an opportunity against Ole Miss where it's got you know it's new coach versus you know Pittman had to win that game, not because of this for a lot of other reasons, but. As far as, you know, Leach won last week and Kiffin won a couple hours before we, we kicked off against Mississippi State. So it was nice to see Pittman as one of the new coaches since the other ones got their first wins mm-hmm. uh, in the SEC or not Tennessee for Kiffin, but, you know, uh, this year and guys kind of that were flown around for our head coaching job. Yeah, so. absolutely. Well, I can see us, you know, playing Auburn – Losing, it's definitely still beating Ole Miss. Definitely still beating Ole Miss. Yeah, yeah. Probably A and M, Tennessee too. Like those three games. I don't. I don't know if I see us losing those three games. Honestly. Yeah, and Tennessee's better this year. But I mean, if we're if we're sitting at, you know, what three and two, mm-hmm. pretty good. Should be probably probably number you know top twenty five or. Just like things are looking up. Do you think after a big after we break the, the losing streak, the sixth game or whatever losing streak versus A and M down there, do you think we're not going to be so fired up for that Tennessee home game? I mean, early November going to be great football weather. Oh man. Well, you know, I think you know it is what it is, but <clears throat> you got <laughs> uh, you got the pit master. Fixing to go down here and take on these War Eagles. I'd eat a I'd eat a bald eagle, man, with a little barbecue on it. If it was smoked oh, for yeah. the right amount of time, like her white butt Yeah, I bet I bet I bet Coach Pittman would eat help you with it. He, <laughs> right now, he don't have the time to do it to smoke it himself. Be the barbecue pit master, but we could be his barbecue pit masters while he's the, you know running the football team, but he could eat it with – and I bet he would, like, Friday night before game. <laughs> Smoked eagle we've been working on. Tell him it's a chicken leg, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> well, I figure he'd, I figure he'd like, be down for it. He seems like the kind of guy like, oh, you know. I'd be worried, though. I was like, do we really want to feed that? <laughs> feed, feed that coach. It's a wild eagle, right, like, the night before the game. Oh, it'd be all right. It's been smoked, you know. We smoked it for eight hours. It should be good. Well, I guess we got to go play these boys, though. 
What do you think, man? What do you think about uh, the Chad Morris powerhouse offense that uh, hasn't put up any touchdowns or anything and just kind of sucks pretty bad this year? Yeah, against Kentucky. They had a couple touchdowns against Kentucky, but it was all Kentucky fumbled on one of them and gave it to them at about about 20 yards to go. Uh, then another time, uh, Kentucky turned it over on downs and Auburn scored. So they really didn't do much, and we know they didn't score a touchdown against Georgia. Georgia completely just embarrassed them mm. on offense. You know what I mean? Um, and how are they still ranked number 13? They look like they haven't looked good at all this year. Well, I mean, that first game, Bo Nix had 233 yards, right? And uh, Seth Williams, 112 yards receiving, couple touchdowns. I mean, they were looking pretty good uh, in that first game. But then the second game, they just got, you know, embarrassed. But they played Kentucky. So, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Kentucky's, I hate to say it, but it's Kentucky, man. They got beat by Ole Miss this past week, yeah. It's a basketball school. Like, everybody knows it. And that's okay. Like, they're going to be tough. Whenever we play them in basketball, we probably ain't going to win because, you know, they're like Alabama. But in football, they suck a little bit, honestly. Yeah, that's that's, that's not right. They had Bear Bryant there. (laughs) They had Bear Bryant there, and he won a national championship, and they gave him a watch for it. That's it. They weren't worried about it, man. You know who hired him after that? We did. Not a, no, we did. For... Yeah, but then he went to war instead and came back to Alabama after the war was over. <sighs> Lessons learned, I guess. Oof, man, that would have been... I'm glad Frank won us the champion. Bear probably would have won us five. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, probably so. <sighs> so. But yeah, yeah, I mean, they did put up 20 points against Harvard. One of them was, and just didn't, didn't look very good. I mean, when you're, you're running back, the highest running back yards, and then Auburn are rushing against Kentucky is 29. Mm-hmm. I mean, for Auburn to be good, they got to run the ball under miles on, and they don't. I mean, Knicks did have three touchdowns, so that's good. Next game, though, it's just, uh, I guess I'm basing it off the last thing I saw. At least I was watching Razorback, so I really didn't see much. I just based a lot of that in the, uh, what I kept kept up with as our game was going on, it just became more more of a whipping. So now that we've talked to you guys. We built you up. We got you feeling real good. So we got beat what fifty one to ten last year by Auburn. So uh, you know, you think that's going to play into it at all? Say that again. You broke up on. Oh my bad. I just say we got beat by Auburn fifty one to ten last year. Oh yeah. Or whatnot. So, yeah yeah. You know, I mean, I know we're all feeling good, but everything right now and it's kind of bummer to look at that but we got we got we got hammered right so they're going to be looking to put up some points against us to uh to prove a point i feel like yeah that's true yeah they're they're i couldn't imagine them saving anything that they wouldn't have used jordan but uh you know morris is whatever he's got whatever (laughs) whatever crazy thing he's going to come up with expect us to see it against us or Really put it out there, man. Safari spent a lot of time, you know. But more sucks. So what does that mean? How much effort is it going to take? You know, mm-hmm. Clemson fans should be 
terribly mad that they didn't win one championship with Deshaun Watson because Morris was the OC. If they would have had one of these guys they have now, they would have had another national championship. Yep. Yeah, probably so. So, I don't know. You know, I don't know. We'll we'll see. It's it's just it's just it's just crazy. You know, you look back on this this game last year, and it just it just wasn't any good at all. And uh, yeah, I went to it, man. It was definitely wasn't. That's hurt us. One of the two games, I, both games I went to last year was we lost combined like a hundred to thirty or something. Yeah. <laughs> More no. Yeah, it was it was bad. Yeah, and we already know like how Gus feels, and then he hires you know, Morris after we fire him. I mean, it's just really a slap in the face to us, honestly. And that, that's the only reason you would do something, make a move like that, do something like that, in my opinion. So, you know, and now we get to go over there and play these guys. I don't know. Hopefully we win. And, uh, you know, we don't have, we don't have this 51 to, to 10 type mess. I mean, before Gus was there, the series was pretty even. And then Gus got there and I don't, I don't think we've beat him. Since he's been there yet, have we? Just uh, 2015, the four overtime. Okay. Yeah, the, that was yeah, Gus. Just, uh, yeah, Gus okay. has been there. Since. Yeah, he's been there eight years. He's so. been there when Bielema came. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. That was that was the only, yeah. We're one and seven or yeah, my gosh, one and six against him in the last. So we were yeah, we were tied. What? Yeah, I think we were tied pretty much or within the season series before Bielema and Morris. Like, that's the – that's embarrassing to have that big of a uh, – we we're, we're going to have to rattle off six wins to tie back. Oh, yeah. Seven to take the lead. So, yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't, we just have to get out there and see what we can do. I mean – What do you think about Knicks? I mean, he's 6'2", 213 pounds, average size. I mean, he's not the best size for a QB. Uh, he has some moments where where he's pretty good, you know. Exactly. Uh, that's, that's how I feel. Like, you just never know what you can get from him. He's inconsistent. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing I remember. I mean, as a true freshman, he, had, he led him to some big wins and last year, up and down last year, and this year's, you know, three touchdowns against Kentucky, but you know, nothing against 21 out of 41 interception, less than 200 yards, no touchdowns, mm-hmm. long of 20 against Georgia. Just made him, you know, sacked a few times. You know, he's a, he can run the ball, but this thus far he averaged less than a yard against Georgia, you know, yeah. on 11 attempts. So there's there's purposeful running, you know, calls for him. Yeah. And then five carries, you know, a little bit better against Kentucky, but – you know, he's but he could he could he could have a good game. I mean, but he's, you you don't know what you're going to get from him. And again, he's on his third offensive coordinator, third quarterback coach in the last three years. So <laughs> it's just oh, all, all kinds of things run through his mind now. Morris is his latest one. I mean, golly. And then you got what uh, Bixby, right? And he played really good in that last game. Um, I really like I really like what I saw from him. Uh, and then I guess Shivers is. Uh, you know, it's kind of their main back or whatnot. Yeah, they really don't. I haven't had a guy that's just kind I of established. Last year, though, Williams was running well last year because I remember we talked about that. 
but he hasn't done he hasn't you haven't seen that type of production from him so far yeah he, he got a touchdown against kentucky but he averaged like two and a half you know two yards of play mm-hmm. it was just kind of a you know a short little touchdown but uh yeah they, they none of them haven't established themselves yet mm-hmm. one of the worst so far thus far just two games so far i think they they're i know they're worse than the sec in rush yards per game, but they may be one of the probably one of the worst in the nation. Yeah, yeah. We haven't been a lot better, but we've we've been better than Auburn. Yeah. Well, you got Bigsby and Anthony, or, or Bigsby and Richards, and uh, both of them guys are, you know, you're you're blocking and and uh, you know, types of uh, running backs getting out there and, and uh, getting in the heavy formations and so on and so forth. So that's where you see them like utilize more than anything. So it was kind of surprising to see Bigsby uh, have such a good night uh, against George. I think he rattled off like a 34 yard run or something. Well, yeah, let's see a long nine in that one Bigsby against George. And then he did have a nine, about a 20 yard uh, receiving touchdown. Okay. Off the ball, seven catches, sixty-eight yards, and that long of nineteen. So he's kind of a dual-threat guy. So that's looks Maybe like. Maybe I didn't see him on a big run. Then I thought I saw him on a big run. I guess not. I don't know. Like they didn't, they didn't have a play longer than twenty yards against Georgia. It was hard to watch that game and not fall asleep. Honestly, that's that's why I was glad it was during Arkansas's game. It's just like, but trying to even watch it, any kind of replay or anything, it was like, oh yeah, yeah rough. I was, I was doing the replay on it, and you know, it was kind yeah. of late. And, so, I got through it. But... That's the way to do it. I mean, <laughs> if you're about to, if you're about to hit the rack, man, you just put put an Auburn Georgia game on this yeah. year. Auburn plays some ugliest, most boring games. I always have. <laughs> they were involved in what the three. They were involved with the three to two game against Mississippi State a couple years ago. Good lord! Some of the ugliest, ugliest games. Well, then you got uh, you know you got their tied in. Shinker and uh, you see him in a, a dual tight end set. You see that uh, freshman Frazier being utilized a little bit this year in that set. So that was that was pretty interesting. Yeah, I don't know they're going to try to use him. <sighs> well, and they got some okay receivers, right? Uh, what Swartz and Stove and Jackson and Williams, all of them, you know, nice tall receivers, six three. Uh, Williams is and and uh, everybody else is six foot tall, but that's nice too because we get a little bit of hype on them as far as when you start comparing our defense to their uh, receivers. So we should be able to get out there and high point the ball some and kind of take it from them. And you know what? We've been doing that this year. Yeah, I don't I don't see why it would be any different. <laughs> I don't. I mean, when we had a guy catch two intercepts, just making like a play jumping on the sideline just over somebody, making sure he gets it, bringing it down. Just aggressive and going and getting it, and that's the none difference. of these like that's letting it go through our arms, hitting hitting us, and dropping in the hands. Oh, we could have had it. Just like making it, making sure, making yeah. sure we had them and turn them. I mean, just big time, big time. Golly. Now here is so yeah, and here is the you know this is where you start seeing where we're weak at right is is uh, getting that uh, that uh, defensive rush, and uh, you got. 315, 324, 325, 330. Everybody's 6'4, 6'5, 6'3, 6'5. I mean, a lineman 
are 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 nasty except and this is this is strange except for their center who's like 299 and 63 which is interesting because usually you know you'll see that that center creeping up there in the 310 mark and stuff being that they got to be the anchor so yeah he must just be a he must be a really aggressive player yeah yeah the, the offense line they shuffle around a little bit but they are really they're they're pretty pretty good offense line for them. yeah they got some hosses so mm, for sure we'll be getting out there after them so it's the SEC. it's it's there's a lot of them out. with that being we're said sad. though we're looking at an offense it's kind of similar to that georgia offense we went against really big offensive line they can run the ball a little bit and they got a uh mediocre quarterback so i expect to see us play well against this team i i, I think that that we will i mean unless bo nicks comes out and just has like a glorious night or something but just on target yeah i hope to see us come out and ramp up the you know sacks and make him a little bit more nervous and and be able to put some pressure on the qb and that would, el- that, that would eliminate a lot of that. If we don't put Crasher on him, he's going to throw it. So that that's just, you know, kind of how he is. He's going to throw it if we don't put pressure on him. If we don't get back there. I don't see why any reason why Odom would go to more pressure this week. Not playing the air raids and no sense in having all those linebackers, you know, protecting the other needs. So I'm sure, I'm sure they'll be, I'm sure we'll be blitzing. If you, if you watch the play calling, in that Georgia game, I don't know if if it was just uh, Malzahn was like, all right, you know, we're not gonna win this one, so I'm gonna let you call the plays, Chad, or what, you know, what that was. Yeah. But it, yeah. was, it was horrific, man. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, I think if we see that type of play calling, we definitely have an opportunity to maybe shut this team out. <laughs> no, I think in the Kentucky game, there is at one point. Early on in the game, or at least in that first game, Malzon just chewing, chewing Morris out, man. I mean, just <laughs> ripping him up and down, embarrassing him on national TV. First, first SEC Saturday this year, just going 11 a.m. game, just ripping him up and down like, dude, Morris. That's just your last team was clown. horrible. He's <laughs> oh, a clown. Man. Well, then we got, then we got their defense, you know, so, uh, Anytime you got a cat named Big Cat Bryant as yeah, your defensive sure. end, yeah, he's 6'5 and 250 pounds, you know he's a good player, right? Oh, That's yeah. like bumper pull. <laughs> Just <laughs> Yeah, Big Cat. I mean, he is he is even if he wasn't, just that name would be like you you would NFL would draft him sight unseen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm getting getting the old Big Cat. Yeah, get Big Cat. Get him on the bangles. All right. <laughs> and so then you, he probably should have went to LSU. And then you got uh, the defensive tackle, Colby Wooden, uh, and then Tyrone Trudsdale. Uh, both of them got, well, Kobe's 6'4", 268 pounds. Uh, Trudsdale's 6'2", 326 pounds. So short and fat and uh, tall and skinny. So... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not that skinny, but still. You're going to be, you know, just think about it. You're 6'4", Tim. If you was 268 pounds. 
Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't for a defensive lineman. Yeah, that would be huge in the SEC. Mm-mm. I'd be able to attack that. So, <laughs> you know, and they they run a lot of that three man front. So, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like we'll be able to run through them. I like that. I like seeing that three. Mm-hmm. With Boyd, Boyd and Smith attacking it. Yep, yep. And then they'll creep up at like that little nickel on the outside, creep him up on the line sometimes. I'll do that with that Derek Hawley, 6'3", 238 pounds. And, uh, you know, he's he's a pretty decent guy. So. Yeah. And their linebackers are solid, you know, JK and or KJ or whatever it is. Britt, I'll just have him Britt. And uh, Papano and McLean, yeah, they're they're pretty solid, you know. All of them six foot tall, two hundred thirty, two hundred forty pounds. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Britt's leading leading uh, linebacker. Linebacker core is pretty solid. Mm-hmm. That Kevin's Kevin's still defense in general. He's been there uh, quite a long time and pretty successful. One of the reasons they. And then, you know, you got Miles on, so he's got to do something weird, right? So they got this star position. I don't even know what the heck the star position is. What is it? Is that a safety? Is that a cornerback? Is that a cornerback safety hybrid? We don't know. Could be anything. Uh, so you got Roger, Roger McRae running that. Six, he's six foot, 188 pounds. I think he, they're probably just running him in, you know, as a uh, – as a cornerback or whatnot on that. with yeah. And then you got Christian Tut. He's 5'11", 192 pounds. He's rolling in on that, too. So, I don't know. We'll see. Strong safeties. Jermaine Sherwood, 6'2", 220 pounds with the uh, free safety. Uh, Smoke Monday, 6'2", 196 pounds. And I'll tell you what, man. Smoke yeah. can play. Uh, he's fun to watch. And, you know, I hate to say that. As uh, not just just hating Auburn or whatnot, but it's true, you know. Yeah, he's probably the best part of their team, I think. Yeah, him and him and Big Cat, Big Cat, you know, I'm looking at it, it's not as good as I thought. Two games, one tackle. Smoke Monday, he lives up to that great name. Um, he's got 13 tackles. He makes some big hits. Uh, he's always in some big plays. Seen a lot of. I don't even play over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I mean, Sherwood, you know, seventeen tackles from that safety position. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Brent's leading tackler, twenty-three. He's got a tackle for loss. McLean, nineteen under him. He's got a tackle on a loss. A sack. You know, they've only had three sacks on the year, only one interception. So you kind of compare that um, uh, to us. That's uh, had three interceptions in one game. Yeah. Two fumble, um, so five quarterback carry. So really, not 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 too much pressure from them. Um, All right. Well, and then you got their special teams, which I hear are halfway decent. So you know that's 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 pretty exciting to see. I think I think uh, Malzahn or uh, Chad Morris has been getting a lot of work with special teams over there. He's been. Uh, He's been getting in there and getting getting his hands dirty. Uh, I think there's talks of getting rid of the coordinator. Just making him making him 
special teams coordinator too. I mean, we didn't need one. Yeah, we didn't need a special teams coordinator when he was here. So why would he think? You know, why would he think he couldn't do the job himself, which would be nothing? Yeah, you got the place kicker uh, Carlson, and then you got uh, Marshall's punter. Both of them pretty good. You know, and sometimes you even see that Chapman come in. I think he he does that. Uh, uh, what is it that that uh, that where they run to the side and kick it? You know, all weird. Yeah. That we're uh, kind of Australian. Yeah, yeah. Not getting a little run rugby. Star. Golly, there rugby, it is. Rugby, rugby, rugby style. <laughs> rugby style. Got uh, that rugby style kicker out there. So I would really love to see us just cream him in the middle of one of those rugby style kicks. He's like running all the hash mark and he just gets creamed and the ball gets fumbled and we scoop and score that'd be awesome <laughs> yeah they got oscar chapman 40 yards at punt they got at marshall 44 yards but bo nix he's there he's averaging he's got two punts for 77 yards so maybe it's bo nix that you saw doing that yeah yeah it could have been <laughs> see him running out there i'd like to Pop him a good time. He's trying to kick the ball. That'd be real nice. Yeah, no, it could have been. Um, you know, I don't. I, it's hard to. You know, it's hard. To, <laughs> it's not like I'm taking notes or anything. So. Yeah. Well, the good news is, uh, when we play at Auburn, we are seventeen eleven in the series with one tie. So we're not that far behind. We get a win here, and we're gonna, you know, we're only gonna be six games behind them. We can catch up to that, and that's pretty much the amount of games that, like I said, we were pretty tied coming into the series uh, before, you know, Mal's on. So we just got to set a precedent here. I mean, I'll go out there and win this game. I think. Yeah, this is Pittman's how how uh, Houston Nutt just dominated that, and uh, Petrino had some good years mm-hmm. against Auburn. Besides the Cam Newton year, you know, uh, did well against them. Uh, so those two, just that's why we had a pretty good lead just before Miles on and Beal and Moore. So it's time we 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 uh, get a long win streak against Auburn starting Saturday. Set set that precedent. Knew this is what it's going to be about Pittman. You oh. know, we're not we're not going to have a losing record in the season unless it's zero one against the number four team in the nation. We're going to build this record up and get stack on some wins. Exactly. Exactly. What was that? Uh, what was that stat that hadn't been done since Houston Nut that uh, that Pittman was? I think it was the our the earliest or road game or road SEC game. Like the first, like yeah, the when, when your first when your first one is the Razorback head first SEC road game or road game in general. The last coach to do that was was Houston, uh, Nut. Houston Nut. So. Hey, yeah. if we're on a Houston nut type situation, I'm I'm holding on for the ride, man, because we almost won some national championships. I'd be happy that's, to be yeah, back at bad. that level again. Yeah, I'd love to be back in the SEC championships and compete for a national championship. It's exciting. I think so, man. Love to start. Love to win Saturday. Yeah, no, I would too. I would too. Uh, you know we're seven and five against them at their house. So if we can win this, we'll be uh, seven and six. Get them at their house, and then, and then beat them next time we play them. We'll be tied up, you know, in their own home court. So that'd be nice. Yeah, we do always always have some big games down there. 
I'm serious. Before these last couple damn uh, ding dong head coach where we've gotten whipped, man. You know what I mean? Like we were going down there and just embarrassing on those field. I mean, the Fred Talley when he he had about two hundred fifty yards against him one time, and then the McFadden game. You know, we've gone down there. Hell, Petrino's first year when he went five and five and seven that year. His first SEC win for us was at Auburn. Mm-hmm. You know, even John L. Smith went went to Auburn and won. So, exactly. So, maybe we can go to Auburn and win this thing. I mean, <laughs> I after looking at everything, looking at their defense, looking at their offense, looking at the whole nine yards, what's your prediction, Tim? All right. I've got the Hogs. All right. Well, I'm going to have to – I'm thinking about the rain, so I'm just going to go for it. All right. Hogs, 31. Auburn. I'm going to change that. I apologize. You know what I mean? I'm going to go Arkansas. No, I'm going to go 31. (laughs) Auburn, 16. So Auburn's going to win this? No. Arkansas no, thirty-one, Arkansas. Auburn sixteen. Oh, Auburn. Okay, okay. Hell, I picked us in the preseason, and we're going over the schedule. We both did, so I'm not going against that now. After <laughs> uh, it's going to be twenty-one fourteen, Arkansas. So put nice. that down and uh, go put the money on that in Vegas if you want to win some. Oh yeah. How's our picks going? By the way, are we? Uh, did am I? Am I just getting demolished now, or am I? Well, no, we're tied, man. Last week. Uh, oh, sweet. Last week you went seven and five, and I went ten and two to to tie you back up. I had a pretty good week. Um, nice. So. Uh, so if you're so betting, man, you should good. be betting on. Uh, you should be putting money down on Tim's. Tim's pick. I don't know. It's been back and forth, so I don't know who who you want to who would you want to take. I mean, that was a pretty good one. I mean, 36 19 is their overall record. We're not doing spread. We're doing straight up. If we both pick it, here's the thing. Here's my question. If we both pick the same team, I wonder how likely those wins are. Oh, that's good. Because then you could be like, well, like 98% of the time when they pick both teams, they win or whatever. Yeah, it's got to be a game like like (laughs) Oklahoma losing to Iowa State. picked it both or or kentucky losing to old miss you know something like that but for the most part a lot of times we're it's just like a pick kind of a close game it could go. but yeah, oh, yeah so so that's pretty good 36 19 for both of us thus far that's awesome so what do you want to do our pick are we doing picks this week or yeah i don't see why to stop it now that we're tied and had a pretty good run in it well um, i mean we just might want to you know we're tied up just be friendly about it. Just leave it there, root for everybody's there. teams and stuff. <laughs> that, kind of, that kind of attitude. Uh, let's go. All right. <laughs> Tomorrow night, Tulane, Houston, at Houston. Uh, I'm going to go with Houston. I think he, I, I like Tulane a lot, but they've lost a lot of coaches since they've started doing well. <laughs> yeah. I'll go Tulane. I'll go funky. It's Tulane. Houston's probably ready to come out. I think this is going to be the first game of the. They've had a couple of postponed, so they'll probably come out and ready to play. That'd be pretty. That's a pretty good Thursday night game. Yeah, oh yeah. And, I'll tune in for that. Um, let's go, Louisville, Georgia Tech. Mm, man, I'll go. I'll go Louisville. I'm gonna go Georgia Tech. 
Okay. Georgia Tech is better this year. Um, all right. Florida at Texas A&M. Florida. Yeah. Florida. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go Florida. I don't. A&M doesn't look bad. I don't like it. I don't like saying that, but that's what's going to happen. I don't like either of those. It's it's hard hard to say any SEC team's going to win. I can't stand Florida, though. (laughs) Florida, LSU are my two most hated teams. And Alabama. I, I don't know. Alabama probably has overtaken LSU, which is weird because I've always hated LSU a lot. Yeah. I'm with you. That's all. Oh, bad. Missouri's getting one. It's just embarrassing to lose to. I don't really hate them, but they're just. Yeah, I just don't have an opinion them. on them. And them just sucks. We used to kick their ass. Well, my thing is we kick their ass the whole time in SWC. And all the, the time. All the time. Yeah. Just dominate that series. We should be doing it now. Well, we did with Petrino. Yeah, we did. We found a damn way to win, even when we were losing those games. <laughs> uh-huh. I think you're uh, going to see that from Pittman. I do. I feel pretty good. If we're, I mean, especially for three and one going into that game, or four, mm. even two and two, I'll be, I'll be pretty uh, pumped. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Virginia Tech, UNC. Uh, University of North Carolina. Okay. I'll go. I'll go Virginia Tech here. It is at North Carolina, so that's pretty good. That's two and over two and I don't know why I'm picking Virginia Tech, but I'll keep it now. I wrote it down. But that's a pretty good pick, Chad. North Um LSU at Missouri. LSU's coming for payback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I'm sorry, LSU. Dirk or didn't whatever. What's his name? <laughs> I know what he's it? from Arkansas. Durkowitz. We should probably Durkowitz. be nice to Drinkwitz. Dirk or Drink or <laughs> Drink Duke or whatever. I forgot it too. Let's call him Dirkwitz. Dirk. Dirk or Dirk. <laughs> he looks like his looks like it should be. Um can get rolled by LSU. They might not win a game. <laughs> except maybe Vanderbilt, South Carolina. Those games would be just worthless to watch. I'm glad we're out of the cellar, not working. Yeah, me I too. Those kind of teams. Um, Texas at Oklahoma. No, I guess it's in the cup. Texas versus Oklahoma. Neutral site. Neutral site. Texas versus Oklahoma. Where are we talking about here? Are we talking about Jerry World? What, what are we talking Cotton about? Cotton Bowl. Cotton Bowl. Okay. Oh. That's Jerry World, right? Yeah. That's well, the, well, I'm saying the old. Or the old Cotton, Cotton Bowl. I think they play at the old Cotton Bowl. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll go Texas, I guess. Ugh, gross. Yeah, I will too. Oh, I Oklahoma. Too. Well, if it makes you feel any better, Don't I wrote. got Gundy at Oklahoma with the mall. Oklahoma and State. Oh, <laughs> He's at Oklahoma same State. Thing. Whatever. They're bad too. Yeah, Gundy makes them worse. Uh, if it makes you feel any better, I wrote Texas. At Oklahoma right now? Uh, Lincoln Riley. Oh. If, if it makes you feel any better, I wrote down Texas instead of Texas. No, that does feel good. It's not like I really were having to write down Texas. Uh, let's go. How about NC State, Virginia? NC State versus Virginia. Uh, North Carolina State. Yeah, let's go. Okay, let's I'll go Virginia. 
That's a um, good pick. <laughs> South Carolina Vanderbilt. God. That's... Oh man, golly. I'm sure I shouldn't even pick that game, but golly, man, Vandy might pull out that one out. You know what? I'm gonna go with Vandy on that one. I think they're oh, they're probably a... gonna pull that one out. I'll pick Vandy myself. <laughs> that's an O and two versus O. Let's go, Tennessee, Georgia. Georgia is going to demolish Tennessee. Yeah, <laughs> I've got Georgia too. It's going to be embarrassing. I feel like Tennessee might try to they might play a good game first quarter and get Fulmer first. might just run off the sideline and hit some kid as he's running down. The- <laughs> oh man! All right, uh, how about Central Arkansas at Arkansas State? Central Arkansas <laughs> at Arkansas State. Yeah. UCA man going with the Bears. Hell yeah. Like, Fuck yeah, I'm going with the Bears. They're gonna stomp the shit out of them too. <laughs> I like that. I like that pick. The old purple bears. Conway is a rough place. They're coming up there to get a hold of you. <clears throat> man. My uncle played for UCA and he was the dentist in North Rock, the super fan that was in the uh, newspapers and stuff like that so definitely got to pick UCA for that one heck yeah I'm going UCA too never cared for Arkansas State never cared for I tell you what though they are a team that I would like to see Arkansas play, honestly. Yeah. I would like to see us play Arkansas State every single year, year in, year out. And and I'd also like to see us play UCA, too. I think that would be, uh, I think those would be two games to play. Like, play one of them at the beginning of the year in the, uh, in the, uh, in the Little Rock uh, War Memorial Stadium, yeah. and one of them at the end of the year on Thanksgiving in Little Rock War Memorial Stadium. That'd be awesome. And, and rotate it, maybe, or something. I don't know. I don't know. Probably play Arkansas State on Thanksgiving Day every year. I think that'd be fun. And, like, UCA would be our opening game every year. We always open with UCA. That would be fun. That would be fun. That would be fun. Give the Little Rock crowd some football. A game they could be pumped up for. Know they're going to win. Give them two solid games every year down at War Memorial. The whole state could converge and watch these games together. And and then we play the rest of our games up at uh, Fayetteville. I think that's more than fair. That is pretty fair. I like that idea. I'd I'd go to whenever that happened. Playing one of those guys down there, I should have done. And the, uh, I know, I know the current administration is down for that. They've, I mean, we've been starting to play UALR and um, Arkansas Pine Bluff and some of the UCA and some of these other teams and other sports. So it's time, in, um, in, in football to do it. I think there's talks of it, and I think that'd be exciting. And I think we're at the point where, after one game, this is how I feel. <laughs> Pittman's got us headed in one SEC win. Let me put it that. A win against a really good right team rest. and a and a really hard fought game against Georgia that I felt like the score was more lopsided than it really was, honestly. 
Yeah, when you leave for two hours, you know, two hours of time in my life, and I think, hey, we're going to win this game. We're going to beat Georgia. First game of Pittman's career, we're going to beat them. Then, you know, I feel pretty good coming out of it. The last couple is just like, oh, I've seen it before, but offense needs to move a little bit. Georgia's defense is tough. Tired the defense out. What do we say the defense was in that next game? Mm-hmm. I feel pretty good. I, and I just – and I feel like – Maybe LSU, you know, they've had a lot of guys opt out and things, and it just seems like Arkansas, uh, just all these players. I mean, you've got walk-ons contributing, just yeah. coming out there, just people just out of just out of nowhere, and have to have to look up the roster to see. Um, I think Hudson Clark, this last number on defense, and um, coming out there just helping us in any, even a play or two here and there, just feels like we can be be about anybody, but. So uh, to get to that program where I don't, I don't mind playing. You know, we know we can beat UCA and Arkansas State. Oh hell yeah! I think you know that it's a situation where, like you said, you know, you you, you play that Georgia game, you see a much better uh, team, and then you look at the coaching uh, that you see in these games. It's just much better coaching. You look at the decision making, much better decision making. You only have one little hiccup in two games. Uh, with time management where you should have took a timeout and you didn't take a timeout on a on a uh, field goal that, that cost you some points. But you probably wasn't going to win that game anyway, even with those points. So, you know, it's a lesson learned, right? And, right. Uh, you know, the only thing you see as far as discipline goes is the horrible, uh, it was the horrible, uh, you know, foul at the end of the game that cost us a little bit of time and, and made the game a little bit more uncomfortable than we would like it to be at the end of the next right. game. And then the special teams uh, misalignment in the first game. And that's really all you see. But you see that special teams misalignment corrected in between those two games. So you see a really excellent coaching staff uh, at work here, in my opinion. And that's what excites me about the next game going in. And I feel like you see a, you see a coaching staff that's, that's out-coached uh, a team. And that's exactly what happened with the last game is we just out-coached them. We had a better game plan. We stuck to that game plan, and we just played a better game, and we beat them. And I think we can do the same thing going to Auburn. Yeah, I did too. I don't, I don't see why there's not. Yeah, it showed me that we got some help, some coaching. That's why we're excited about it. That's why I was like, wow, that's one of the best hires because you know, what what the heck he's doing? Mm-hmm. Just shutting down that offense that had an SEC passing record against the defending national champion in LSU. You know what I mean? The, the, just the week before, just moving up and down and, you know, 40 something points on us mm-hmm. and then, or on them. And then the next week, 14 is all they get, just making them look uncomfortable. Just like we attack their weaknesses, man. I mean, yep. things and just, I don't know, we just took away some things and just just nasty on defense. I agree. I think we're going to do it. You know, I think we're going to do it again. I think the, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a low scoring game. I do think that. I think that uh, it's probably going to be a lot of running the ball, uh, low scoring game, not going to be able to pass a lot. Uh, hopefully there'll be some, you know, nice wins. They'll keep that from happening. And I'd like to see Boyd get out there and have a, a little bit better game. And if we get into a game where we're in the trenches, 
You know, are we going to be able to win that? Are we going to be able to throw it around uh, a little bit like we did the last game? Or will it affect us to such degree that that we can't, you know, that we maybe we can't win it, right? Like, uh, it, they stack the line on us or whatnot, and they go to a heavy, heavy front, and, uh, and as they know, the run is coming. Like, you don't want the weather to be too bad. You want to be able to mix it up a little yeah. bit, so... And a lot of that is dependent on the weather, which is crazy. Uh, how do you coach for that? How do you prepare for that game when, when you got uh, the potential to play in tropical storm, tropical force uh, winds and stuff? I mean, you got to really think out every scenario. You know, uh, it'd be a very, very tough game to prepare for. Yeah, I know uh, a couple. I know a couple of days ago, Pippen was starting to. Uh, he didn't go into specifics of what he was doing, but he's they were starting to prepare for some rainy condition. I don't know about it, just some wet balls or something. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you got the players coming out talking about they're ready to get slop, slop around in the mud and making these hog yeah. references. And that was pretty cool to see, you know, honestly. Uh, I hope yeah, they did. It sounds just like the defense is ready to... Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd make them happy just to win a game like 30 against Auburn, just all muddy at the end of the game. How memorable would that be? Man, that'd be great. <laughs> well, I guess it's about that time. I don't know. I, well, let's, let's finish up a couple of these picks. Sorry. Oh, yeah, we got off on a tangent about UCA, Arkansas State. Sorry, man. So, no, you're good. No, I'm happy that. I don't think anybody would not be happy about it. Pitt, uh, Boston College. I said but Boston College versus Pitt. Yeah. Uh, going with Boston College. Golly, yeah. I don't like Pitt at all. <laughs> I'll go with Pitt there. Uh, Kansas State at TCU. Uh, TCU. I'll go. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah, I'll go Kansas State. What am I doing? I confused myself. I wrote this thing diagonally. I'm trying to fit everything with the microphone, the notebook diagonally, fit the computer. It's all a mess. So I wrote it diagonally. I can't see where I wrote my name or the game. Oh, bam, old mess. <laughs> I don't, didn't even have to ask. All right. Old mess for Chip. <laughs> I don't think. I'd like to see Kiffin beat. Saving you. Save well, that is gonna be, his first oh. game against him just. That just make you feel good, right? Uh, even though I hate Ole Miss, that would be nice to see that happen. That would be funny as hell. But I don't think it will. I think that uh, he's going to get embarrassed. And, uh, yeah, he probably, he might cry during the game. <laughs> Kissing? Yeah, he seems like yeah. the top coach at my – if he was getting beat real bad. Yeah. You know, like when he was a kid, just kind of comes back, just throws a tantrum. <laughs> he does look like a brat. Doesn't he? I was getting his way. I always look like a brat. I'm supposed to win, Daddy. Not supposed to be 65 to nothing. <laughs> Saban just cursing. I think his out. dad is helping him out. Like, is Monty up in the, uh, up in the booth <laughs> calling down some? <laughs> Defensive stuff. I don't know, man. Money might be retired, but 
I thought he was helping no, him out. Now. He's a player personnel analyst. Oh, is he? I was yeah, like he's that. definitely. I thought he was helping him out down at the last school he was at. So yeah, I'm sorry. Man. Did he bring his brother up with the defense? Where I wondered. I need to look at him because I guess. Uh... I know we're not playing Ole Miss right now, but it's good. Those are good questions. Like next week, I mean, you know, it's gonna be here. <laughs> look at this dude. I guess we should we should look at this. No, he didn't hire his brother. He let his brother go. Man. Wow. His dad must have been okay with that, too. Like, well, you know, you weren't going to win with your brother in so. defense. So. As long as you keep me on staff. <laughs> Some family dynamics going on there, man. Oh, buddy. He's still getting after him. He was good, man. He was, he's, he coached what he did to coach under. Yeah, it was he was with the Bucks. And I think he, didn't he coach Sat? I think he coached us with, when we went to Super Bowl, I think. I think, right? I think so. I think that, Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he was, he was, he was dang good. That's, there's a reason why <laughs> he's still good. <laughs> oh, oh, Absolutely. Definitely been the most successful. I mean, he wasn't a head coach, but as far as defenses, I mean, definitely. Well, do we got more picks, or is that it? Oh, three more. All right. All right. Miami, Clemson. Miami, Clemson, Clemson. Okay, that's a good pick. I'm gonna go Miami, but Clemson probably win. Uh, Florida State, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Yeah, oh, Florida State. Or old uh, Florida State. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of good games, man. I've just got to pick just to give us more than a couple. Um, Mississippi State, Kentucky. Mm, that's kind of tough one. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to go Mississippi State. You talked me into not picking Kentucky very much. When you, I mean, they are a basketball school. Yeah, I think I'll go Mississippi State, too. <laughs> I talked you into it again. The power will come back and. They definitely are basketball school, man. <laughs> and that's the last one, so that's, that's all there'll ever be. It's just yeah. a basketball school. Even in like baseball, they've like made the like been like highly ranked and made the tournament and just gone out in the first round just like just <laughs> Why even play baseball? Why play anything with basketball? It's all They ain't even got a good excuse either, so poor guys. <laughs> Like, you know, Vanderbilt can be like, oh, well, we only let people in. They're super-duper smart, so that's why, you know, we're not as good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But we're still pretty good. You know, and you're like, hey, all right, you know, I'll give that to you, right? But Kentucky, well, well they, they can't say that. Remember, they had Lorenzo. Just... Remember Jared? Oh, yeah, of hey, course. He'll probably always be my favorite Kentucky player until they get yeah. another real fat guy to play quarterback. <laughs> It helps. It helps that Matt Jones outdueled him in that seven overtime game, because he almost became one of my most hated players. If he, after he almost let him come back in that regulation, well, he did to tie it up and go in overtime. But yeah, I could see that Matt Jones in overtime. I could see that becoming me not liking him real quick. Yeah, too. So 
<laughs> but it's all right. I feel bad. Rest in peace. But he didn't, and I do like him. So, yeah. Oh, man. Sucks. At least he didn't have to deal with his 2020 mess. That's true, man. That's true. It is a big mess. I'm just glad we're playing at least some football. It's, it's oh, probably yeah. dangerous. Probably shouldn't be playing it, but we are, and people seem to be helping people get by a little bit during all this. Definitely. Well, do we got anything else? Do we miss anything? I think that's about it. Fantasy season has not started, so come on and sign up. <laughs> <laughs> It did this thing. It's just been a weird season. It did this thing where it auto it drafted already, and I wonder if people might have been trying to sign up, and, that, and I had to re, redo it a couple times, like keep pushing the draft back. It's just been a weird season. There's only a couple conferences, but there's still time. We'll still play. Plenty of weeks left. So hey, it should be open to sign up for it. Yeah, if we play, that'd be awesome. So sign up. Get out there and sign up for it. Let's, let's, uh, let's get this thing done. I mean, I don't know. I've, I've seen a lot of interest in it. I've seen a lot of folks you know liking it and and sharing it and and on, on all the social media and stuff uh so uh it's, you know it's just up. people be just people not being lazy just don't be lazy and just sign up it's not that hard it's just like a normal thing i know you got hundreds of usernames and passwords because just playing on the internet especially during the pandemic just on the internet all the time and creating things and doing things and it's just one more thing in college fantasy football is better than any of those any of those things. So sign up, maybe win thirty bucks or what some bragging rights, whatever, shirt, something, coffee mug, whatever. Uh, I got the new shirt on right now. Yeah, yeah. looking good. Yeah. yeah. Pretty nice. I'll tell you what, if you're gonna go buy and this is just this is my honest opinion here, right? If you're gonna go buy a hog call t shirt, you go to the website, you click on it, you click on the hog call t shirt, it'll take you right there to buy it. And then when you buy it, go ahead and get the cheap one. Because that expensive one that I bought, it ain't that much better. I mean, it's all right. I mean, it's a little bit lighter weight, but not that much. Um, and, yeah, no, don't buy this one. I wouldn't I wouldn't suggest buying the more expensive one. I'd suggest buying the, uh, the cheaper one. It's a Hanes, but for some reason it just it just feels better. It's just a, a nicer fit, I, I think. I guess if you're looking for a real athletic fit... This is the one to buy, but you know, for me on game day, I'm not trying to put athletic fit. <laughs> Especially after some on. pizza and chicken and wings and stuff and a couple of brews. But being that um, I lost the weight, though, I, being that I lost yeah. the 45 pounds, I can wear this athletic. The color's great on it. The, yeah. the color is, not, I mean, it looks better, a lot better, even better in person. It doesn't look bad on the internet, but it looks even better in person. Like, yeah, here, even I'll, through the Discord. Chad's modeling. Man, that's a mean hog back there. National champions shirt on. So. <laughs> oh, look at him. The test. Those tusks are. Golly. That's a mean hog. I mean, that a mean hog. I don't understand why. I mean, we've sold a few of these, but I don't. I don't understand why we hadn't sold more because. In 1909, we did win the damn championship. We were the only college football team to play all college football teams that year, win every game. Every other college team either played high school teams and won every game, 
or didn't win every game. So we're definitely the champs. And we play some tough teams. And we play some teams that don't exist anymore, but they were good <laughs> at the time when they did exist, like Wichita State. Yeah, the Wichita State's a basketball and baseball. They don't even have a football team anymore. But they were, I mean, they were sure all right back then. But I mean, Oklahoma, LSU, just taking mm-hmm. it to them. Oh, I mean, yeah. what else? I mean, no, not, yeah, not playing high schools. A lot of teams were playing high schools back then. And yep. we were playing Oklahoma and LSU and schools like this. So uh, we're the national champions in that shirt's not ever going to go out in style because they can't take it away from us. You know, it doesn't say like yep. 19, or 2019 or anything like that. It's not year specific besides that one championship year. You can always wear it. Nobody else is making them. Nobody else had that idea. And, uh, we want everybody we want to share it between hog fans, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you want We got two national championships. It's only like, yeah, it's only like, what, 12, 15 bucks, something like that for the, I think it's like 12 bucks for it or something. And then yeah. the shipping, it's like 20 bucks altogether shipped to your house. It, I don't know. I don't understand, but uh, I love them. So. Yeah, check them out on the website and the store. What else? Yep. So there's a couple different cool things. Um, oh, man, yeah, I kept talking. I don't mention it last week. Kind of an ad every week, but that hoodie looks really good at a really good price. Oh, yeah. So I'm excited about getting that and hanging out during during the fall. Getting, I need to, I actually need to put it right now. That'd be nice it's if shit. you get the hoodie. You know, and I'll tell you what you can do. If you want to support us, honestly, the things that you can do to support us, it's really simple right now, it would be like go to YouTube like our video, you know, and uh, take take a watch and listen to that uh, whenever you know, and do the live stream, and that would help, you know, put a little bit uh, put a little bit back in our pocket and uh, and help us out. And all you're doing is just going to YouTube and listen to the live stream whenever we have it. And uh, you know, we got it all ironed out, and I think now we we got it, you know, totally ironed out. Now I don't know, I got to hit that one button to, uh, to start the thing. And we'll be good, to, <laughs> good to go moving forward. But that'll like if you want to help us, like be able to you know purchase equipment and stuff like that, and just keep this thing going. Uh, we'd appreciate it. But you know we just do it for you guys. You know we want to have fun, and uh, it's not about trying to make money. If we do, that's great. But that's not what it's about. It's about having a community of Arkansas Razorback fans together that we can support each other across various platforms various things you know and just really be able to interact uh with one another and you know call the podcast let us know you know are you excited for the win you just uh all you gotta do is just just push the button so uh i think i might change that to a phone number i think i might move us off of anchor so that's what that's what i'm thinking about doing and uh because they got our um our apple stuff all messed up right now so you know we're still not we're still not reaching all the platforms that we were normally reaching prior to this uh, because, yeah, they put something in the code that uh, that just kind of messed it up and it just hasn't reset correctly. So I'm about to just move this whole thing off of there because that place, I know, I know they're housing our, our content right now, but I'm not happy with them. I wouldn't, I would tell you this. You know, we were advertising for them and saying, hey, go on out there and do that. But no, I don't think I would anymore if I was you guys. So just stop being honest. Yeah, it's a good call. I'm trying to be some help, yeah. Yeah, we want the hog call, I think, 
be a place where people can celebrate the good times like this last Saturday, you know, also vent and, you know, yep. and rant about the bad times, um, which we were, you know, we didn't stop doing the podcast after, after those, those two more seasons. Why would we? Oh yeah. No, we're you know, never going to stop. Why, why, why would, why would we like give up now? You know what I mean? There's a lot of podcasts that kind of come and go. Yeah. Find out, you know, it's not, not just, you know, there's, yeah, I mean, if you're in there, you know, you're you're uh, you're one of the the chosen few, so it's pretty cool because you know you're you're doing something not everybody else is doing. You're getting some insights, and and uh, you know, well, I'm just I'm just happy to be able to get on here and talk about them. I'm just really excited. But if you got something to say, hit the uh, hit the message button. Send us a message. Let us know. Please. Yeah, please. We'd love to. We'd love to read anything or listen to anything. Play it. Yeah, we'll definitely uh, play it. Any voicemail, we'll read anything you send in. Whatever, man. Yeah, anytime. Want to hear the feedback? But it's good. To, good to have y'all listening. Good to have a hog win. Exactly. Well, we won that game, guys. Yeah, got to win the next one too. By quite a large margin, we predicted us to win the next one. Um. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I don't know. Were our predictions horrible in the past? I mean, we expected to win some games. I know at the beginning of the year that we didn't win, but as we moved through the year, you think we always just we're not like homers. I mean, there were definitely some times where we didn't pick the home team because you know we didn't feel like we were gonna win it. You know. Well, I mean, I don't. How could anybody predict like week to week, right? I mean, how could anybody pick like predict us to like? How could we not pick us against like Colorado State, even like North Texas, San Jose State? I think we probably picked Western Kentucky last year. I mean, we started. Yeah, I mean, I think I probably picked them to beat Ole Miss, but I mean, pretty realistic. I mean, you expected them to, uh, you know, compete for a bowl game in those last two years, just based off the non-con schedule being just horrendous and just you can't we played Vanderbilt we played Kentucky Ole Miss has been bad Mississippi State was bad we played these teams we couldn't find six or seven wins golly no I mean just and I I don't know we let people know like that was coming that was coming down the pike and this is how it is and that we sucked and told you why and uh, so now we're doing better and we're telling you why we're doing better I think we bring some value I can't wait to listen to those old ones once we once we really get this, you know, Pitmaster really gets things rolling. Just go back and listen to like how bad it was. Just like how I'm down and just like this this program's just terrible and just like how bad it felt to like now it's just like all right. You know, beating my chest all week, man, about it. Just so happy and everybody around northwest Arkansas's happy. The sun's been shining. I I mean that might be something Different, but just feels like racerback football created these beautiful days. And, exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, I, mean, I guess that's about all we got. I guess all we're really trying to say to sum all that up is that we're just really excited to be out here talking to you, and and thank you for listening. Oh yeah, thank you guys. Woo pig suey. Go hogs. <laughs>